eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. For all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. What up? It's Golden Spaces, an Odyssey original podcast. I can't even talk with Justin and Nat. And it's, man, it is A plus vibes right now. It is. I don't even know that Justin and I actually prepared to talk right now because, Justin, I'm still processing. I'm still just in awe of the breathtaking performance that I saw tonight. Um, not just by Stephen Curry, but also by Kevon Looney. Um, they were the two. They they are they, they share the game ball tonight. You know what I'm saying? Talk about getting your your star player a bunch of extra possessions and talk about putting a team on your back. Talk about it. Mm-hmm. Steph Definitely. understood quickly. He understood what it was. This is what I expected to see in game six. Right. This is honestly, it is. I mean, and I'm not saying I expected a 50-point performance. I don't know that I expected that tonight. But I expected Steph to be aggressive, to be hunting his shot, to just, you know. But this was incredible. Playoff history. He made playoff history tonight. The most points in a game seven in the playoffs. You know how many incredible people he surpassed? Dude is different, man. How many threes did he take tonight? My God. My man took 18 threes, made seven. He hit 20 shots. And he still shot himself is crazy. Oh, yeah. I think they say he's the first player to hit 20 field goals in a game since, like, Allen Iverson or something. Like, come on, man. That's like putting a team on your back. Almost 40 shot attempts. Son. <laughs> like, he like, Wait, man, how, how many total out... shot attempts did they have? He had almost half their shot attempts? Nah, they took 100 shots, which, I mean, 38 out of out of 100 is I mean, So that's, like, almost 40%. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Like... This is just some GOAT level, you know, when they lost game six and I was in my chat with Michael Smith and Michael Holly, 
you know, because Michael Smith wants to talk shit to me, right? I said, okay. I said, okay. I said, don't front run now. <laughs> I said, you're only talking when the Kings is up or they tied, you know? And he was like, nah, nah, I'm just trolling you. But I said, it's all good. I said, game seven is, I said, game sevens are what legends and legacies are made of. And I mean, this man. Go ahead. He's all time. When people want to say X player is better, this player is more like, dude, let's be for real, man. How many people have you literally watched play basketball and be like, yeah, that person is better than Steph at basketball? It's not many, if any. You could say other people's careers are better, whatever the case may be. Like, they're on the same level. But it's no way you're watching this and being like, yeah, somebody out there in history has performed better than this guy can ever perform. Like, it just doesn't it doesn't compute to me. There's nobody that can do what he does. And then he comes through pretty much every single time. He got all the all-time performances. He keeps adding to the resume. It's, it's, it means nothing else to say, but like top three, top two. I don't know. Well, I saw a tweet he from Dave up there. DeFore. I saw a tweet from Dave DeFore tonight that's just like great performance Dave from the greatest ball. player of all time. <laughs> he knows ball. No, he does. Dave been on the same wavelength for a few years on the step. Yeah, step. I mean, agreed. Look, I've always been of the opinion that Stephen Curry is the second best player ever after Michael Jordan. That's my opinion. My whole thing has been like, he just, it's a resume building exercise at this time, which is why I haven't elevated him above Magic yet and others because I mean, I know some people have, but it's just like Magic still has three MVPs. He still has five chips, you know? I'm a big believer in resumes, you know? That's why I don't just be elevating people. So that's just me. That's how I do it. But I I feel very confident that he would surpass magic. And if he does get a fifth, I'm prepared to like Mm -hmm. elevate him above magic, you know, even if he doesn't have that third MVP yet, which I still want him to get. But um, Uh, I feel you on the chips. Yeah. I think the MVP thing is not going to happen. No, that's what I'm saying. But I still just, (laughs) I feel like Steph does not have enough MVPs. Like, not like he deserves to have more than two MVPs For because sure. this is his error. He's owned it and it's a dynasty. And it's really an injustice that he doesn't have another one because the media chose to penalize him and because of like other dumb shit. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. you know, look, he'll again with the, I don't even want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but with them, it's always a matter of like, can you just stay healthy? Because, you know, the year when he had his shooting slump, they were ready to give it to him, you know? And if things, I, if the Warriors just didn't have such a wonky season, he would have definitely been in it, right? The conversation, the way he started off the season, you know? And so it's just like, if you can just do like a semi-healthy year, like six, well, you got to do 65 games, but like 65 mm-hmm. games, which honestly, if he doesn't have an actual injury, he can do. Steph is not like a load manager that he's going to miss that many games unless it's due to injury but if you can do that like you'll have the because there'll be narratives will be like oh the oldest player whatever or you know plus he's coming off a championship so there will be reasons that the media will want to give it to him he just has to like at a minimum be able to just be his normal self (laughs) and play enough games you know and so Mm -hmm. 
And then that would just be like more history. So I just feel whenever he gets that third one, it's going to be like some historic shit. But I really want him to get a third one. But I don't think he needs a third one to surpass magic is my point. Um, But he's, you know, he's incredible. And I've said this before, you know, like, you know, even today they were struggling on the ESPN broadcast after because they were like, this performance is like, it's like, it's all time. It's only like with the all timers. And, you know, I think Stephen A, he was saying apparently, I guess off air when he was talking with Jalen um, and Michael Wilbon, like, you know, was, was saying that like, you know, Steph, you got to start maybe thinking about him as like the best point guard of all time. And it sounded like they pushed back against that. And I'm just like, I, this is crazy to me. Like, I like we need to start talking about where he is in the greatest players of all time. Like, this wanting to, because first of all, anyway, if you say he's the greatest point guard of all time, and most people have Magic on Rushmore or in their top five, then if he's greater than Magic, then he's one of the, right? Like, what are we saying right it's now? It's obvious. So, let's stop this greatest yeah. point guard bullshit. <laughs> right. Which, like you just said, people are kind of like putting themselves into a hole by saying he could be the greatest point guard of all time. That automatically puts him into pretty much everybody's top three because people usually go Magic, LeBron. Uh, no, people go Mike, LeBron, Magic, or Kareem is somewhere in there. But Magic is usually no lower than four. So if people are entertaining the idea that he could be greater than Magic, then obviously that puts him into a top four, top three type of realm. So I think he's already there. <laughs> so yeah. it's just like I you mean, say, it's I a matter of, of building player, that resume up. I think his play as a player, he is like no question. It's mm-hmm. just a resume building exercise to me, and that's what I always say. So I'm fine being patient and waiting, but we know, and we've been on this, and we've been saying it, you know. And my whole thing, you know, because me and Michael Smith debate this kind of stuff all the time offline, but it's been like my issue is, and he like, and he's not like an anti-staff person; he's a proponent. Right. And he's definitely a person who's called out the like, let's stop describing him as like shooter and stuff like that. But he's like, he doesn't have to prove it. But like, he thinks that like, if Steph does get this, he thinks this conversation is going to be something that like more people are having. And he's like, he shouldn't have to do that. But that's what it is. And I said, but here's my issue with that. Of No, he shouldn't have to do that. But also, y'all didn't wait for LeBron to accomplish all those things before you started having those conversations with him. He got to right. do that, do this again. Twitter talking about he got to like, oh, oh, what was that tweet that um that that Denver Nuggets fan? Where he's like, if he does this and this and this, then what? Like, what, right. are, we, what are we talking about right now? <laughs> yeah, he could be the best player in the world if he repeats Swiper. as a champion. Swipe, like, come on, man. Swipe, like, <laughs> but all crazy shit. Right. But all Jokic has to do is get to the finals. And get he's to the, the finals. Best player Not even win it. Just get there. Not win. Not win. Not win two in a row. Just get there. Um the goalpost. I mean, people... elimination on the road, game seven. <laughs> nobody on your team is giving you anything, and you put up that kind of performance. Come on. Come on. Looked like he was on a completely different planet, playing a different sport from everybody else. Like, But on, you man. know, this this other player is better because he's taller. <laughs> At what point do the results start to matter? At what point do the results start to matter? This is my point. 
Like, I'm not even beefing with people when you're just like, well, he's not as tall or he's as this, that, because I get it. I get it. You're taught in basketball, like the taller, the more athletic, you know, the stronger person is better if they have the skills or some of the skills Steph has and can do things, right? In theory, Mm -hmm. those players should be better. And yet, in this case, there is not. Why is it so hard for people to accept that he's an exception to the rule? And that's it. How like how are those guys better to. when they're not getting the same results? I got to hear shit about his coach, the players around him. I'm like, why do y'all think these players are so good? You don't think there's a <laughs> correlation between how he elevates his teammates? Right. Exactly. But let's let any player look good next to Jokic, LeBron, Giannis, and all of a sudden we're talking about how much uh, attention they generate and how they make their teammates better and how LeBron is actually a point guard. He's a pass-first player and all this type of stuff when he's taking all these shots. People just, they can't get out of their mind the traditional thought behind what a player should look like, how they should impact the game and stuff. These these dudes, like Steph in particular, in this team, they flipped, they flipped the paradigm. Like they it, They don't make sense. From a traditional sense, they do not make sense at all. No. Um, and and people can't grasp it. They can't understand or they don't want to understand what they're watching. Like the league is different now. Since their dynasty started, the league has completely changed from what it was the previous 67 years of basketball. Like the the big man is no longer king, right? In fact, all those lumbering big men are pretty much out of the league now. Like with the exceptions of the unicorns, it's everybody's a tweener now those those guys are sought after because you need to be able to guard the, the, the three at first it was you can't be a jump shooting team and win championships now you absolutely need not only jump shooting you need pull-up shooting at a premium to even get close to winning a championship you cannot win a championship today without it because you're going to run into a team like the warriors who are going to blow you out of the water off pull-up jump shots so you got to change how you assess the game. Like it's just a different, it's a different league now. And there's nobody in the league that's better at this shit than, than the Warriors. And then Steph is like the most no, important skill in the NBA today is pull up shooting. Yep. That's why and it's, and it's, I he's like, the king of it. This is why I never accepted the whole Giannis is the best player in the world. And I mean, I knew that you and I viewed them a little bit differently and I know you had Steph as the best, but like, you knew how I felt about the Bucks. I'm just like, these, this, this team, guys, like, they're frauds. Like, Giannis is a great player. I'm not saying he's a fraud. But I'm just like, and I, the reason I don't like to do this is because I know people try to do this to the Warriors. But it's still a different thing because, like, you've always pointed out, it's like, yeah, like, they can't help that Kyrie and other people got hurt. But it was still LeBron on the other side of that, right? Like, Mm-hmm. yeah Giannis dominated and it was a cred- incredible performance but it was also he was the best player in the series right like he like you're playing against Chris Paul and Devin Booker like when I when I said that the other day would be a favor like Chris Paul get the work I'm like and who are they I mean like he's in a right. different stratosphere than those guys right so mm-hmm. um it's just they're not that level of player they're not and that saw, level of player yeah, and we saw an example of that tonight no better example than tonight when you exactly. on a different and level I that. this is why having the best player in the series will always matter 
because he can get to another level. He can get to another level that no one else on the floor can get to. Bingo. And he and he will, let's be clear, he will be the best player in the next series as well. Doesn't mean that LeBron can't have a night where he's equally that level of player. Mm-hmm. But or even playing every Davis. other night, <laughs> playing every other night over a seven-game series, nah. And he's definitely better than AD. Yeah. Right? And it's so, going to be a fun series. It is. It is, and I'm I'm really happy that they have home court advantage in this. Right, <laughs> yeah, because that every other day thing is not going to be fun. But if the Warriors can you at steal, home. if the Warriors can steal one of those games in LA, they can make this a short series. Definitely, definitely. I think they try to punch them in the mouth early because the Lakers are like, okay, we got four days off. They're going to try to steal game one. Um, the Warriors got to respond, right? They got to rest up, get all the energy that they need going into that series, um, and then try to do what the Kings were trying to do to them, which pretty much run them and put up a lot of threes. Because right, they can't keep up with right? that. So, they can't keep up with the threes. Word. We'll, we'll talk about that series in a little bit because I have a few different thoughts on it, but let's just get back to giving, you know, This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. For all, NBA, for all NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and I mean, let's talk about Looney because, I mean, he has now outplayed completely the value of his contract. I mean, he is severely underpaid. What kind of contract mm-hmm. should he be making, Justin? <laughs> well, we've seen him completely outplay Sabonis this series. Um, so maybe him and Sabonis just switch contracts. I mean, based he plays on the all center, 82. Outside of Anthony Davis, based on the centers remaining, and, and, and Jokic. Like, I'm not talking about that. But is he not, like, the, what, maybe the third best? Uh, in B, but, like, uh, outside of the, well, bam, too. Outside of the non-star, like, all the bigs that made all-star teams, cool. But other than that, including Sabonis at this point, um... Yeah, none of them I would rather have over Loon. Like, I can't even think of I who's, mean, who's he left. He just kept getting some rebounds after rebound. 
Oh my gosh, Loon, thank you for making me look like a smart woman. I always believed in you. He's just so solid. Like, he's just one of those, like, he, it's a big game. You know, Loon's going to come through. How many 20, how many 20 rebound games has he had in the playoffs in his career? Like, this got to be like his fifth one or something. Like, it's really, he it's has crazy. White Howard for something. He says some history too. Dude is crazy. I think he averaged 15 rebounds this series. The Warriors needed every single one. Um, they're gonna I mean, need him to play play well next series because AD is a tough cover, and you know the Warriors. I mean the the Lakers are quote unquote the bigger team, so we're gonna need Loon to play even bigger. But I have no doubt that he'll come through on that. Man, Sabonis is making double what he's making. And Looney out rebounded I mean, about almost you 30. With the bargain. I hope I hope he is rewarded with his next contract. Like, even if he's not fully playing at that level, I hope they give him a little something because of what he, you know, you know, mm-hmm. the way like you gave Andre Iguodala one of them nice contracts, you know, <laughs> like maybe a little bit, yeah. of that, even if it's like a short two-year one, but he deserves it. He does. He does. We already, we already, Talked about how he's pretty much the new Andre on this team. So it's only fitting that, you know, he get he get compensated accordingly. Going to the bench, not making a big deal about it. I mean, there was a time we thought we still needed a starting center over Loon. It's amazing. They spent so much time looking for their starting center, who it should be, and was right with them the whole time. I mean... This is just remarkable when you think about how his career started, all of the injuries, and yes, the pump fakes and the needing to gather (laughs) will always drive me crazy, but I mean, come on. Nobody saw this coming, really. No. (laughs) Nobody saw this coming. Except for Layman Except for Layman (laughs) (laughs) That guy. Man. He's came so he's came so far though. Like this is the type of stuff that dynasties are made of. You get guys like this on a bargain who just keep getting better year after year. You know, found found his niche in the NBA and on this team and just excels at it at a level that is just ridiculous. Like so steady, play all eighty two games. Like who would have thought that we'd be here with, with Loon? But I mean, people they like, can't win without do? him. Who your bigs? What are you gonna do, son? <laughs> Our we never worried grabbing about that. 20 boards, son. <laughs> never worried about that. Iron Man Loon. Different. Man, he was supposed that. to be he was supposed to be a KD type of player coming out of college or high school. He just turned into the modern Dennis Rodman. And it's his his wild. It's really wild. So, uh, I mean. The war, I mean, look, this is the matchup everybody wanted. This is what the NBA wanted, which is why I'm surprised they didn't work it out to give them some extra spaces in between them games. Like, there's a bunch of old dudes on both of these teams. Um, But, yeah, I mean, pace in this series is definitely, you know, the Warriors' friends when they get there. Listen, what's so interesting, too, about today, um, Steph controlled the pace. Like, they didn't let them get out and run. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, maybe the key is the Warriors just have to slow it down. Even though they they like to play fast, they like to slow it down. They need to slow it down. And I just thought, like, once it was, like, 
the really I guess it was like fourth quarter, but the way Steph Cap like didn't speed it up, ate a lot of the clock. He knew exactly what he mm-hmm. wanted to do, just controlled the pace, just kept eating the time. They couldn't do nothing. And then he would just shoot a three or a drive or whatever he did, a floater. And just like, you know, just killing them, you know, because they couldn't get the ball. They couldn't stop him. He's just eating clock. not And, you know, they couldn't play the game that they wanted to play. I don't want to ever hear shit about. Every, all these other because it's always Luca and Braun, and no one can control a game like those guys. This is what you know. People don't realize when you know you're letting Dre hold the ball and all that stuff, and that's you know Dre's good because sometimes they do need to run and they do need to move, and he you know gets them doing that. But like, don't ever think that Stephen Curry can't do this. You know, they play mm-hmm. it in a way that it you know lets Draymond control a lot but it's not because he cannot control a game like any of those other guys and that's why I, when I like when you get to see these displays from him because people really think he's not this great um passer you know they think he can't like <laughs> rack up assists they think he can't score in a variety of ways they think you know he can't control pace I mean these are people also who are sometimes Warriors fans and people who watch you know it's just like he can do all of these things just because they don't play like that doesn't mean he doesn't have the capacity. And I mean, this was a masterclass in controlling the pace and the other team can do nothing about it. Nothing. And this is what I've been pulling my hair out about this entire series. I'm like, if we just take care of the ball, make good decisions, have the, the guys that need to be making these decisions, having the ball in their hands and just don't shoot yourself in the foot with just, stupid turnovers and mistakes, then they should win by 20. And what did they do? They won by 20. <laughs> like, in a game seven. two games away. In game Listen. seven on the road. Listen, Wardell, thank you for sparing my heart because, listen, I was not in the mood for no nail biter down to that. No, literally, because they take lives. They take years off our lives, Justin. Yeah. Those I would like a study to be done life. of people who are sports fans like us compared to someone who is not and pick someone who's like comparable relative health, age, yeah, yeah, all yeah. of that and see. Because I'm convinced these dudes take years off of our lives. Got to. Got to. All of the stress hormones and stuff is at peak levels. You know what I mean? Like and I got like it would really be nice if it's like a there. blowout. It would really be nice if they could just break this open. And I said, like, that's what I was saying. Like, this game is not going to look at all like what people think it's going to look like because that's just the way it is, right? Like, it never goes how you think it's going to be because game sevens are not normally like this, which is why I said, you know, what, Justin, 130 when you had that tweet talking about that? I'm like, in a game seven, they're usually so ugly, but I should know also with two, like, great offensive teams, it probably wasn't going to be that bad. But, I mean, I think game seven is part of the reason, not Steph, but... I think that's a reason a lot of people were missing free throws on both teams. Oh yeah. I mean, I think uh I don't I can't really speak for like Steph and Clay. I think Clay might have just been off. Steph I think Steph missed the first one and then rushed the second one because he was like, I'm gonna just make this and then he missed it. But Wiggs, Dre, and Loon, um, I think they were just so not gassed, but just you know, playing defense, going for every rebound. Like so I don't Wiggs think they had, the had energy. his first five, I want to say, and I was like, "This is so great." Wiggs is making them, and then he just started missing them. I was like, yep. "Yeah, please, I can't." 
I'm like, that man must be tired because he just he wasn't close after after the first five he made. Legs started to go a little bit. Um, but even the but, Kings, they were missing free yeah. throws too. Yeah. And I said that that's I this is what I'm shit. saying. Like when it gets tight, when it's game seven, you started seeing more mistakes. You started, you know, yes. stupid fouls. Things like that, you know, you just you you seeing all kinds of stuff. Yep. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. They they young players started looking real young, right? Fox five so, turnovers and five fouls. Chris gonna tell us no one's scared <laughs> of the Warriors. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't be scared. That's cool. Don't be scared. You're gonna be um, not about being scared of the Warriors. It's the moment you don't wanna. Right. You know, mess up. You you know, it's the nerves. They hit you. Yep. Exactly. And then once you, when it gets to the point in in a game seven where the team is taking away your first and second um, option and you need that third counter, the cream is going to rise to the top, right? And we saw tonight, they didn't have any counters. No. Right? I mean, he didn't even lean into that small ball lineup as long or as much as I thought he would. I'm not saying it was like, it wasn't like super effective tonight, but I thought he could have like, I mean, he rolled with Sabonis and like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think I would have just rolled with one of the other guys because I mean, it's, it's not just this game. Sabonis was like neutralized in this series. He was really ineffective for the most part. Yeah. And Sabonis was playing well in the first half. I think he kind of gave Mike some false hope that he'll be able to do the same thing in the second half. And you also got to guess reward a guy when he is playing well. But the Warriors turned that shit up in the third quarter, and it was over with. Looney specifically, he's like, "You're not getting no more rebounds over me, bro. Like, it's over with." And punk, that's what happened. Bitch. <laughs> he the only one on the Kings. I don't like. I don't like him. I Harrison say, too. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of Harrison Barnes either. I was going to say Harrison too. He can, yeah, he can kick rocks. I understand he's be on this team, but I, he be giving some energy. I don't be feeling. Herder, I don't like Herder either. He's a hack. Every time somebody get a rebound, he's smacking down. He's doing little chippy stuff. Like he's one of those guys. You're not one of those guys, bro. Cut it out. But Fox respect. Uh, Monk respect. I don't like Keegan Murray. Murray, major respect. He's going to be a problem. Yeah, I mean, I like them as a team for the most part. They don't annoy me. Davion Mitchell, like, I like Trey Lyles annoys me. I'm not gonna lie, Trey Lyles is annoying me. Like her. Why does he annoy you so much? Oh, we can go back and watch all the little shit that he was doing. Like he's trying to chuck people, <laughs> run people over on rebounds. Like he's legitimately <laughs> playing dirty out there. Like <laughs> it's just he just does it on a sly, so you can't really see it. But he's a little weirdo too. But yeah, I like the king. Like you said, I like the Kings as a team, their whole vibe. But it's just a little people, individuals in there that I'm like, ah. Uh, I definitely don't dislike them like the way I I do the Grizzlies. And I I, I think I think right. the Grizzlies are the next team to watch. Not not the, the, the not the Grizzlies. Not saying the Grizzlies can't be good, but I, I oh. think Yeah. You think the Kings are the yeah, next I team? mean I, the Kings, yeah. I mean the Kings have a better coach. I'm sorry, like De'Aaron Fox is better than John Morant. John Morant has to change his style of play. Like he can't be so reckless. 
he needs to get a reliable shot. Like mm-hmm. he's an incredible player still, like no doubt. But like I'd rather take Darren Fox's skill set. And I feel like he tries more on defense. Yep. You know, I just he's better. It, yeah. He's better he's defensively better too. Like yeah. yeah. He's a better player. So, you know, um, it's hard to say because I mean the Kings had a great regular season. Um, you know, but I, I wonder how they are feeling about Sabonis because this is like you need a, a center who's gonna help you in the postseason, and that ain't him. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you gave I think up, they should just give up a great piece in Halliburton, so they gotta. <laughs> I mean, it may have never worked with Halliburton and Fox, but you gave up a great piece in Halliburton, right. so it's like you got to get more from him because at, at some point, just the regular season ain't enough. Yeah. I do think it's just so early in their process that I think they can take another year or two of Sabonis, even if it equals a first or second round exit, just to get that playoff experience for their main guys. And then once they're ready to move on from them, um, you know, they should probably make that move. As somebody on Twitter mentioned me and said, it's like the Fox Sabonis thing is kind of like Steph and, and David Lee real early when they started making the playoffs. And then once they were ready to move on for David Lee and replace him with a player that fit more winning basketball and Draymond Green, then they took off, but they, they needed those first two or three series. For uh, sure. A lot of comparisons to that 2013 Warriors team, you know, Marcus Thompson was definitely Mm -hmm. one of the first who pointed it out to me before the series even started. Like when he was previewing it, he was like, you know, I kind of see them as like that 2013 team. And if they could push the Warriors, like the way the Warriors pushed the Spurs, you know what I'm saying? They make a name for themselves. Granted, the Spurs were the second round and this was the first round, but they're the champs, right? And so right. push the champs seven games. Right. Right. So yeah, even they, if we think some of this was fake and even if we think it should have been a shorter series, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I for sure respect them way more than I ever did the Rockets. Yeah. Just from a personality standpoint as well, I would never respect Chris Paul, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, um, yeah, I, I think they're the next team, honestly. I think they're the ones to watch, you know. Some Trey Young fans was getting mad in my mentions because I said that. I said, them other guys y'all trying to crown ain't it. Because, I mean, yeah, like, Luca's there, but, like, what are they doing in Dallas? What are they doing in Dallas? They fucked that whole shit up. He out of there, so. <laughs> yeah, they fucked that whole shit up. They surely did. And it's going to be interesting to see what Kyrie does because he could just dip. And they can be really shit out of luck. He had Lakers games. See, like that Kyrie's telling us where he want to be. <laughs> I think he was at the, the the Warriors game today. Kai? I think he was there, yeah. Mm. Okay. Well, but he probably I mean, he could end up there. He could end up with the Lakers. He could. He could end he up with could. the Suns. They have the money to sign him, right? And they can just outright sign him, right? They don't got to give anything up. Do they? Do they? I don't know. I think they got to make some decisions, though, because I think Reeves, is his contract is up and there's a bunch of other people they got to potentially resign. So he could end up there. Yeah. That'd be well, interesting. That's a conversation for another day. But, um, right. yeah, I mean... Get ready for the greatest roast of all time! The Roast of Tom Brady! A Netflix live event happening May 5th 
Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Shout out to the dubs, man, yo. They just, <laughs> oh my goodness. I, I just. They said the road record was going to be what do them in. <laughs> Two road wins in a row. Come on, man. Fuck that fake road, fake road record, yo. We've been telling y'all. You know how many delusionals I got called, Justin? You know how many delusionals I got called? It's still goofy people in my mentor talking about, y'all listen to this girl and she ain't know um, and Fox was a lefty until game four. Son, bro, like. That's so minor too. I'm like, son, I'm still getting paid to be on TV. I still have a podcast. And I was still right about the fucking rebound shit. Like, if you want to believe <laughs> about basketball, <laughs> you know, like, I watch the Warriors. That's who I pay attention to. Okay, that's who I pay attention to. I'm not saying I don't look at stuff around the rest of the league, but that's who I pay attention to. You know what I'm saying? Like, kill me when I don't know something about the Warriors. If I don't know something about another team. I don't. I don't present myself as an expert on any other team. Right. I don't present myself as an expert ever. I say I'm a fan who just enjoys basketball and loves talking about it and I'm passionate about it and that's it. So I just think it's funny because like y'all really gonna die on this hill like it's hurting me and it's not. I just think it's funny in the mentions. They still saying it. Y'all still listening to her? <laughs> they was waiting on, they was waiting on something. They was cool waiting though. on something. I think I did another fuck up tonight too, but I think in the hysteria, nobody caught it. So I deleted it. Who knows? They might've. <laughs> <laughs> they might have. <laughs> it's like some real. It's like it's some like Charles Barkley Shaq type fuck up that I did. You know what I'm saying? You know uh, how they be like when they don't be knowing certain shit. But I was like, <laughs> oh man, I didn't. I didn't realize it right away. I realized it like right when we got on, and I was like, oh damn it! I didn't even look at my mentions though. So I really because people were retweeting it and like just reacting to what I said in a positive way, like when I initially tweeted. So. I don't know if anybody caught it, but I deleted. I'll tell you what it is when we not record. After, right, right, right. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, something y'all need to know about me is like I have ADHD, so um, it's a very weird thing because, like, actually diagnosed. I'm not trying to make fun of it, but it just means that, like, well, everyone's ADHD brain works differently, but. I'm actually a very like detailed, meticulous person, which, in, and then, but also sometimes like shit that's so obvious and right in front of me, I can miss, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
<laughs> and, and and that's just how it is. It's just like it's really about what you're interested in, and like all people work like that. But like with ADHD brains, it's like to a different degree. So we're just like like our brain is interest focused. So like if I'm interested in something, then I know everything about it and all the level of detail. But like if you're not as interesting to me, then I will miss like really blatant, you know, overt things. And that's just. You know, you're like, Nat, how you missed that? Like, why you ain't see it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what mm-hmm. it is. So, you know, I don't really be caring or get that upset, but, you know, people really get upset about these things, Justin. And I mean, we know it's because I'm a woman and it's also because of how I am, but it's just funny to me. Some A, a woman actually tweeted at me today to go take something. It was something, I don't remember, like some kind of pill or medication. She's like, you're always so aggressive. (laughs) You know, the tweet she was replying to, um, Chris was just like, I told y'all about the Knicks, you know, because he had like tweeted earlier in the season that the Knicks can make Mm. the Eastern Conference Finals. I was like, no, they can't, Chris. Like, what are you talking about, right? So now that they're in a position that they might be able to make it, I'm like, Chris, like you, you don't get to get credit for takes like this when like, that like people expected the Bucks to do what a number one seed is supposed to do. Like the Heat right, are right. not better than any of the top three teams in the East. Like you know, so not the Heat, the Knicks. Yeah, so it's just like, but now the Bucks are out of it. So I don't know if the the Knicks win that series, but they could, and then that would give them a path to the you know sort of like the way the year, um, um, Atlanta, the Blazers. Atlanta. Atlanta, oh, I would be yeah, like yeah. also the Blazers. The one year they made the Western Conference Finals, like, like that's why people kept saying that year between the Rockets and the Warriors was the real Western Conference Finals, right? Like, what was that, 2019, yeah. right? Because, like, come on, they they didn't belong there. They weren't supposed to be there. Same thing with Atlanta. So it's like, um, you know, but shout out. That's great for New York. Knicks fans are hyped. The Garden is, you know exciting so shout out to them but you know the heat went in and stole game one tonight wasn't looking like they were gonna do that and then they did i picked the heat in six we'll see what jimmy's ankles looking like but yeah well he just has to get through that second game but even if you lose it you split you did what you had to do he's gonna have like three four days rest so he should be good by the time they're back in miami because they have that big ass layoff in between oh yeah oh yeah Yeah, so he'll be able to get treatment and be good and, you know, all of that. I mean, honestly, I mean, I know they're not going to do it, but, like, they could even just not even play him. I don't don't believe in trying to just, like, give up a win like that, but, you know, I think it's probably unlikely you're going to get both games in the Garden anyway. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Kyle Lowry came up big for them tonight, so... You know, that, that, that'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to me because if the Heat do make it and end up seeing the Celtics, that would be interesting to me. Um, Cause they, they always play them tough. They always, they always steal two games tough. off the Celtics. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And like MB, they, they're saying he doesn't sound like he's going to play game one or game two. So if the Celtics don't, the Celtics need to not play with their food in this series. <laughs> They better go get them wins. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, Harden is still there and he can have a vintage Harden game, you know, and he's still a great playmaker. So I don't think it's just going to be like you going, but don't play with your food. And beat is out two games. Right. Capitalize on that shit. 
Facts. I mean, the Celtics have struggled guarding pull-up jump shooters all season. Um, they struggle with Trey Young a little bit until they start switching. So we'll see what their coverages coverages are. If they go into that drop, then Harden and Maxi can steal a game off them with the Embiid not playing. So, word. We'll see. So the full the full second round is now set, Justin. Like we saw, <laughs> we saw the fake ass fraudulent sons. <laughs> Wait, did you watch that game, Justin? I actually didn't watch the game. I watched the highlights though. Oh, Justin. First of all, like, why are you not shooting enough threes in twenty in twenty twenty three? Like, I get it, I understand. Y'all love the mid range, and y'all are mid range snipers. But you ain't gonna win not taking enough threes. You gotta take more of them. Yep, especially you considering they aren't. And so they aren't. People are like, oh, yep. so maybe Denver is who we thought they are, bro. Denver right now. They have a super easy path back to the Western Conference Finals, right? And so, like, don't be fooled. It's just two fake teams playing each other. That's all that is. <laughs> it's two fake teams playing each other. Yeah, I was going to say, the Suns, you definitely need to take more threes if you're not going to be, like, a defensive juggernaut type of team. Uh, and against the Nuggets, who are a really good offense, you're going to have to have a certain level of defense. What was the final score? It was both over 120, right? I, I think oh, it was some it was some high scoring, but yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I wouldn't say that they're fake teams. They're just clearly flawed, flawed teams, right? Like every every team left has some type of flaw, and it beca- okay. It was one twenty five to one hundred seven, and fake. it just ultimately comes down to fake. Which team can impose their will more than the other ones, and mm. potentially just who has the best player. Did we decide who that is yet? I think you said KD the last time we talked. That's still where you at? What it? Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Jamal Murray was the best player that game. Yeah, so it's I interesting because that. it seems like when they're playing at home, Jamal Murray goes off, right? But, like, he's not having them kind of games on the road. That's true. So, to me, that's still something that's like... That people like respect Jamal Murray. And I'm like, son, like he's an amazing player. But like, if you can't give me even close to the same performances on the road, then like, <laughs> I mean, you're not a role I mean, you player, but you are like, if you want to play at that level, the whole point is you need to play at that level throughout. That's true. I mean, he's kind of like in that clay, clayish realm where it's like, okay, half of the series, he's going to be amazing and the other half he might be just less than that but that's what you need from your number two you know like your number one is the one that has to be consistently great throughout and you just need like two or three games for your number two to steal and that's what i think jamal murray is he's capable of doing that 36 minutes for katie last night 40 minutes for buck (laughs) it ain't going down it's only going up they do not have it on that bench. They don't got it. No. <laughs> That's no. their biggest flaw right now. They are not deep at all. No. And trying to act like that wouldn't matter. Trying to act like that wouldn't matter. Fooling themselves. All right, y'all. Don't forget. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Golden Spaces Pod. 
download, leave us a positive review. <laughs> Give us a five-star rating. <laughs> Make sure you share, <laughs> tell a friend. We appreciate your support. <laughs> don't be, and look, and don't be leaving no reviews about my voice, monotone, and all this type of stuff. They Come on, man. That? You're talking basketball. Yeah, somebody was on Apple like, his voice has put me to sleep. <laughs> I'm like, all right, man. That's crazy, yo. That's really crazy. Are man. you serious? Now, y'all know. Y'all heard the instructions. It's leave a positive review. <laughs> gotta be a Twitter hater. It gotta be somebody on Twitter that's just not feeling us. It's cool, though. I did it's not know cool. someone said that. Shame on you guys. <laughs> If you don't have anything nice to say, then you don't say it. You say it in your head. Don't say oh, it. And the instructions yeah, tweet are only me. positive and favorable review. Y'all right. come from me. Y'all can't be coming for Justin, okay? Right. At least tweet me. Do it. Do it that way. Don't put it on the review. Tweet it at me or DM me. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he was not monotone tonight because Justin's been amped and hype lately. So y'all bugging. Like, come on, man. That's why we gotta do a live watch so they can see the real <laughs> the real reactions. <laughs> Western Conference Finals, we do a live watch. How about that? Okay. I mean, I want to say I'll championship. I want to say finals, but it's like that too. We should probably do something before then. I mean, we could still do it then, but I don't know. If Lake if this Lakers series gets sort of, you know, we'll see. But we let's let's definitely do a a, a live watch for the playoffs. So we do that because I too want to see Justin in his element. In my element. I got y'all. I want to see it. I want to see it. Until next time, y'all. Take care. <laughs> <laughs>